Yes, hello, it's Jason Louv. Welcome back to the Ultra Culture Podcast. My guest today is the very esteemed Lon Milo Duquette, the world-renowned occult author, speaker, lecturer, musician, and all-around dad to the Western magical tradition. Lon has just released a course on Magic.me called The Magic of Tarot, where you can unlock the mysteries of the universe and transform your life. It's a comprehensive tarot course, and it's a chance to learn, to study, and to transform your life under the tutoring of the world's greatest teacher of the art. And by the art, I mean both magic and tarot. We're going to be talking about the course a bit in this podcast, so all your questions will be answered. You can see it at tarot.magic.com, T-A-R-O-T dot M-A-G-I-C-K dot M-E. Okay, without any further ado, here's Lon Milo Duquette. I just wanted to reiterate how honored I am to have you doing a course with magic.me being on the magic.me team. I just spent, I think two to, I kind of lost track two to three months working on your course and it's a phenomenal course. Um, and, uh, it's just been a great experience, uh, working on the course and working with you. Well, it's been, it's been satisfying for me too. Uh, especially, uh, because it's, uh, it's a treat. It's a luxury to uh, uh, go over th- things that you've been working on for fifty years, and uh, uh, and put it in in a, in a sort of a new light and a new perspective. So it's 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 been good for me too. So. Well, that's great. Yeah, and and I'm uh, you're you're of course uh, as I'm expanding dot magic uh, magic me. You were my my first choice for a teacher to add, and I I've, I've been telling people you know you you are the world's greatest teacher of magic and tarot, and I I told people it's like I like to think I'm pretty good. I've been teaching magic for about ten years, and I think you've been teaching magic ten years longer than I've been alive. So uh, uh, props where it's due. I mean, you you truly are the the master of the craft, in in my opinion, and many people. Oh, well, thank you. I just I didn't set out to do anything like that. It's it's just that uh, it's like I I teach to know what I learn. What I I teach to learn what I know. Does that make sense? It, I, it makes a lot of sense. I don't know what I know until somebody asks me a question. So if you, you started teaching magic in 1971, right, for the Monday night magic classes. And is that something you kind no, of... It was, it was a, little, a little later than that. I joined the OTO. Um, I started uh, uh, studying kind of seriously the, uh, the tarot, first under BOTA and then... Then when uh, Thoth Deck came into my life, everything changed. But that was around 1972. And uh, the only teaching uh, I could actually say that I did that early on was um, when I would pull out the Thoth Deck and say, uh, <laughs> read your cards, you know. <laughs> so... Uh, 
but uh, a Monday night magic class started in the mid seventies after I joined the OTO. So, uh, so we're talking sixty seven or 77, 78, when it was. I had people in the house every every week and uh, had to desperately try to stay one step ahead of the class. <laughs> so, in a sense, we were all learning together. So that's great. Um, well, why don't we talk about this class? Uh, so this is a class on mastering the tarot and specifically the, the Thoth tarot, which you, you've been, uh, like you, like you alluded to working with since the seventies. Um, you want to talk a little bit about kind of how you constructed this course and what the, what it focuses on, who it's for, what people can expect. Well, the, um, when you're using the Thoth deck, uh, you're sort of working with uh, uh, a postgraduate level of uh, of material, um, and in order to understand the the postgraduate level, and I'm not saying that that's to be snooty or anything like that. It's just that the Thoth deck was uh, um, uh, something that that. Crowley and his artist uh, uh, student Frida Harris came up with in the late forties, just um, just very close to Crowley's death. So the, the even the book that Crowley wrote that goes with the cards, uh, this one, uh, okay, the Book of Thoth. Um, when you get the Book of Thoth, you. Um, uh, you're you're hoping you're going to learn something immediately about the about the tarot. Like when you do a tarot reading and the lovers card comes up, you're going to get lucky. That and uh, you want simple stuff like that, and uh, and you really don't get it. Okay? <laughs> what you get is Aleister Crowley at the end of his long, illustrious, notorious life trying to tell you absolutely everything about everything. And, and it seems like he's trying to do that sometimes uh, in very lengthy paragraphs with very few punctuation marks. And uh, so what I, in order to, to understand the tarot, to master it, to, to uh, uh, integrate it in to yourself, Literally, it's not like uh, uh, the tarot needs to become part of you, not just a tool that you use. It is that for sure, but it's uh, uh, it, it, it helps to fundamentally organize your your uh, your whole life, your thoughts, your the way you. Uh, 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 see connections between everything and everything else, and uh, it becomes a living, organic organism uh, that that becomes part of you. And in order to do that, you do have to have a, a little background information on uh, on the the fundamentals of Hermetic Tarot or Amer Her Hermetic Kabbalah, which the Tarot is uh, uh, based on, or at least. Uh, uh, tarot is used by modern magicians. Uh, now, 
don't get me wrong, uh, tarot cards like the people that that use the standard, what they think is the standard uh, writer Waite Smith deck, it's a wonderful deck, okay? It, and it's organized along the same Kabbalistic uh, 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 structure, 78 cards, 22 trumps, you know, the rest uh, uh, pips, four suits, all, all that's Kabbalistic. But th there's nothing overtly Kabbalistic about it. The Hebrew letters aren't associated with the cards. Um, uh, there's nothing that would indicate that the 36 small cards uh, would in any way represent the 36 decans of the zodiacal year or any of that stuff. But all of that stuff is implied in, in that deck. And any standard 78-card deck, it, all that stuff is implied. Uh, the Alice in Wonderland deck, or, you know, the Halloween deck. It's all implied uh, in those decks just by their very structure. And so there's a certain amount of perfection just in the way a deck of tarot cards uh, is uh, built. And that is perfect. It's a mathematical perfection. And Truth reveals itself in perfection. Perfection is beauty. And truth reveals itself in beauty. And so it's no wonder that someone that just does not give a damn about uh, magic or Kabbalah or anything else will pick up a deck of tarot cards and uh, with sincere intent, you utilize it as a bona fide divinatory device. So when people ask me about, or, or they try to make fun of the, the writer Waite Smith deck, I said, don't make fun of it. It may not be a perfect Kabbalistic tarot deck, but it's a perfect whatever it is. And it works just Fine. And if you're not interested in any of this other stuff, don't worry about it. You just, it's its going to enrich your life no matter what. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, oh, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say if, uh, uh, but if you are interested in that, if your level of inquiry and curiosity is, is such that uh, you kind of want to know why the two of swords is called peace and the and and the nine of swords is called bummer <laughs> you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know you you, you kind of want to know why and there is there's a magnificent elegant breathtaking method uh, uh to to the madness and um uh if you can Get yourself in a position of of learning the tarot in sort of a measured step to step uh, step by step way. You're simultaneously learning all the other fundamental uh, kabbalistic principles and methods that 
harmonize with that structure. Properly learning the tarot, it's, it, it's like you're cracking the DNA code of astrology, classic magic systems like the Goetia, uh, Enochian magic, uh, Kabbalistic magic, angels of the Shemhamphorish and, and all of that. You uh, you find that that just living under the surface of every painted tarot deck and tarot card is a whole team of uh, classic and traditional angels and spirits, elemental spirits for the for the the lesser arcana and the and the pips, and um, so in a sense. As you're painlessly learning the tarot, you're painlessly learning the Kabbalah. You're painlessly uh, uh, being informed uh, about uh, uh, astrology, astrological magic, Goetic magic or Solomonic magic, Enochian magic. So uh, it, it's kind of pretty big stuff. <laughs> and And not only that, but it's beautiful, and it's and it's uh, uh, pleasant and pleasurable to work with it. Uh, it it uh, stimulates all the senses. I remember when I first got uh, uh, my first deck of my tarot deck from U.S. Games Systems uh, when they first published it. I uh, uh, I didn't even open the box at first. Okay, this was my baby, and I'd worked on it for for a long time. My wife and I both worked on it, and I just sat there and I smelled the box. <laughs> <laughs> I just sat in my big chair and went, ah, oh. and. I, and it was so pleasurable to 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 look on the on the deck and realize that uh, uh, I guess the first uh, print run was ten thousand uh, to realize that there were ten thousand of them in the warehouse there in Belgium where they were they were printed, and this was like the mother deck of all of them. And I hadn't even broke the hymen of of the cellophane that was was around it, and I thought to myself, "Wow, this represents all of them." So I'm going to magically charge this whole deck, thereby vicariously charging them all. And I was, my wife was in Nebraska visiting her mother. And I had the house to myself. I could move furniture in the living room. <laughs> I could do all a, a rare, of, a rare all, magical luxury. All the naughty things that husbands, sh sh you know, uh, I could move furniture. So I did. It, it took me two days and nights to evoke every single, uh, to charge every one of the Enochian squares. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, call up 36 of the Goetia demons in the daytime, and then 
36 of the nighttime ones at night to literally by name Damn. triangle i get ti- whole- I, that's making me tired just thinking about it <laughs> it's a lots a long <laughs> it was it was and can you imagine how uh sort of magically crazy what what state of mind i was in after after doing all of that i mean i yeah. was a fire, fire breathing wizard by the by the time it was uh through and after it was through i put the furniture all back put the the cards back in their box and i went to a mexican restaurant and just ordered damn near everything on the menu it was <laughs> This is proper Southern Californian magic. That's great. <laughs> but but the, the thing is, everybody doesn't need to go through uh, all of that. But I think everybody uh, could be enriched and spiritually enlarged by a better understanding of it. And uh, uh, as hard and as difficult as that Book of Thoth was to read, um Crowley explains it, I think, better than anybody has ever, ever explained it at that depth. But not everybody can immediately wrap their meat brains around <laughs> the way Crowley yeah. uh, assumes that you're already a genius and understand all of this stuff, you know, and... Uh, so I uh, I wrote Understanding Alistair Crowley's Soth Tarot uh, about 30 years ago. And um, it has uh, become uh, sort of the, the entry drug to the, uh, the Book of Thoth. And uh, so I based the, the, uh, this course on on the material that i took hopefully in a logical and step-by-step and painless uh definitely way the uh the material that uh, comes from this and that that book understanding crowley's sloth tarot which i guess i left downstairs and my own uh tarot of ceremonial magic book um so Excellent. Well, so so what was the question? Well, well, no, that, that's a great overview, and uh, it's just bringing a lot of um, um, thoughts up for me. I mean, in taking the course, one of the things that you know just came out so clearly is what you're talking about now, where the tarot is like a map or a model of the entirety of reality. And so, the question that I wanted to ask is maybe, you know, at the very highest level. What is tarot for? Because I think people go into it thinking it's a divination. It's a fortune telling system, which it is. It can be. But also everything you're saying now, it's like, you know, the way that you're describing it right now, you know, I'm just thinking it's like, well, the book of Thoth really is like the core book of magic. It's got everything in it. It's, is you know, so what would you consider tarot? Is tarot a magical system in itself? Is it a map of the entirety of the universe? Is it... Um, a system for initiation, a system for finding your true will and your purpose in in all of that. Uh, it, it is well, it is all of those things, specifically, but generally, 
tarot is a language to explain to yourself what is otherwise unexplainable. It it literally is a is a language, visual, mathematical, emotional uh, language for you to put things that you already know and are just not, I'm going to use the word, just not awakened to, and in a sense, give yourself a language and an alphabet to explain that to you. You you install the tarot. It's it's like you've got a you've got a plug-in somewhere that, that it's empty. You got a rusty plug-in in your soul. And tarot is is a a, a device, a, a circuit board uh <laughs> that is meant to plug in and it, and it uh, uh, you install it in yourself and it gives you, it's like it squirts WD-40 into your soul uh, uh, in, a, in a way that things that, that you can't actually, that you need more than your mind and your reasoning and your, your ruach to to uh, 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 process, you need more than that, and and tarot provides you the language that uh, can trigger that more. And so the I, I use the tarot for divination. Uh, I read people's cards over the telephone. I have for for many 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 years. I have. Uh, Friends from around the world do it quite regularly. But that is just like the tiniest tip of the iceberg of, of tarot's, um, oh, I don't want to use the word power, but <laughs> tarot's power, okay? It's just the tiniest application uh, because it allows both me and the person I'm reading the cards to, um, I'm not psychic. I don't predict the future. The cards don't predict the future. Okay. The cards only tell us what we already know. And if we really have a question, a real question, and we really want to know the answer, then we do already know the answer. And any observable phenomena can exp- uh, can give us that answer if we're just open to it at the moment. So usually a tarot reading, at least the way I do it, I don't even like to call it a reading. We find out what the real question is. I want to know everything about this so I so I can see the answer hanging from the the, the cards that are drawn. I want to see how it applies. And in that conversation before the I uh, shuffle and pull any cards, me and the reader find out exactly what it is they want to know. And the the querent does all the work from then on. And sometimes I have to do two or three little readings 
to actually draw out of them. Well, what is it that you really want to know? You know, mm. you don't really want to know if you should marry that girl. You want to know if marrying that girl will ever make you happy. <laughs> you know, and why do you want to be happy? What? So we zero in on the happiness thing until until they have the uh, the the magic one thing they really want to know the one thing that if a omniscient angel came down and sat in front of them and could tell them a truthful answer to one question what would that one question be and if you can formulate that one question the answer is already returning to you from that level of your own consciousness so and I try to do that over the telephone. <laughs> that's that's I've never thought of it before. So you're kind of in doing a reading, you're not looking for the answer. You're you're looking to define the real question. I yeah. like that. That's and great. then and then the tarot provides this universal language of of images, even dates, even dates, and and. Uh, uh, whether it's an emotional or an intellectual or a, a physical uh, or a, a question that has to do with with their their ultimate will or reason for existence, the the tarot tells us that I, instantly. I, that was one of the things I love so much about the course. I mean, you get go into so much. You're able to pull so much detail out of each of these cards, and I mean, you go into stuff that is not commonly talked about anywhere. I mean, you go into the Shem HaMefarash, you go into the relationships to the Enochian tables, the spirits from Liber 231, the quadrants of the earth, dates, Hebrew alphabet, all the Kabbalistic stuff. And that stuff is, um, I can't think of anywhere else to easily get that information. I mean, you go you go really deep on each of these cards. And um, that was just phenomenal. I was talking to, I was talking to somebody, um, um, who's kind of of the TikTok generation. And they were saying that there's tons of people now on YouTube and TikTok, which I don't really know anything about, um, who like tarot is very popular. They give, there's lots of YouTubes on the tarot, but she said that, um, kind of the common denominator of, of a lot of them, and this is not to knock anyone, but they kind of often fall back on, well, the tarot can mean anything you want it to mean. And it's really just subjective and whatever you feel the meaning to be, is the meaning. And I, I suppose there's a time and a place for that, but you give the meaning, like you give all the exact, there is an answer and you give all those answers in this course. And that I think makes it phenomenally valuable beyond anything, certainly anything that's on the internet. Well, it has, um, in my life, uh, over the years, I, I can, uh, see it at work in my own in my own uh, development and in my own challenges, especially in my own challenges. Okay, magicians aren't uh, uh, magicians know their magic is working when they <laughs> when their life is so full of challenges that they're literally forced to see the magic at work in them overcoming those yes, challenges. I, ha I have no comment on that. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, and in the course, I, I try to, uh, uh, I keep using the word painlessly, okay? 
uh, because the you don't know what you've done to uh, mutate yourself in an evolutionary way. You don't feel it happening. Okay, you're so close to yourself. You don't feel yourself changing. You don't feel yourself mutating. Uh, and uh, uh, working with with perfect things like this, and, and the Kabbalists knew this way, way, way back. Okay, uh, and and the alchemists knew this way, 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 way back. Uh, that just working with it, explaining things, using this language and everything mutates you. And you don't feel yourself mutating. You don't feel like you're making any progress. You don't feel like you're evolving. Mm -hmm. okay? You're too close to yourself because you're there while it's happening. And when you're mutated, you still feel like you because that's who you and what you are, but you're the new mutated you. You've got nothing to compare you with because you're you're the now you, and so the you only find out, and it only dawns on you when you ask yourself, "Gee, I'm not making any progress, but would I trade places with the me that I am now?" Would I trade places with the me that I was five years ago? Mm. And you go, hell no, I was a moron. I was I was an idiot five years ago. I would never, you know, I may have problems now, but boy, I was a jerk five years ago. Mm. And then you'd say, well, how about two years? No, I was a jerk two years ago, too, yeah. And you finally get what I trade places with the magic me that I was yesterday. And it's the same answer. Hmm. That's oh. a great, that's a great benchmark for progress. I really like that. So, and, uh, uh, without even realizing it, uh, the little bits of information that help you organize your thought patterns by use of uh, uh, tarot as a as a cabalistic flashcard system, um, helps you make those those subtle uh, readjustments. And you know, just a few months into your serious work with the uh, the material, if perhaps a, a friend or a relation comes up to you and asks you to explain something to them about uh, that they don't understand about tarot, Kabbalah, magic, whatever. And you try to explain it to them as best you can, uh, armed with your understanding. You find out that you know a hell of a lot more than you ever dreamed you knew and it comes out of your mouth as if you're hearing it for the first time yourself and then you realize okay 
<laughs> okay, something's working here. Something is working here. Yeah. That's great. Well, that leads me to another question, which is, who who is this course for? And what level of knowledge should they have going in? I mean, it definitely struck me taking it. It's a very advanced high level course. But certainly, it seems to me that somebody with no knowledge of tarot or magic um, can take it can, could jump into it. Um, so maybe talk about that. I mean, is this a course for people who are already interested in magic? Is it a course for people who want to learn how to read tarot? Is it for advanced, for beginners, a little bit of everyone? Okay. Uh, when I first started teaching magic uh, uh, in my home as part of the my perceived duties as a, as a lodge master, I opened it to everybody off the street. It was a foolhardy thing to do. My own house, my address, okay? Magic class, okay? You don't have to be a, a magician. You don't have to be in the OTO or the AA or the Golden Dawn or the Rosie. You don't have to. You just have to behave yourself for two hours in my living room. But at the same end, we had people who were literally there for the, the first time or very, very uh, green, interested parties. But we also had people who were adepts, who were far more advanced than, than I, okay? It was Southern California. That's... Right. <laughs> everybody has started their own religion. There, yeah, there's yeah. adepts, right? <laughs> charlatans, you know. Um, so every week, I was challenged to make something completely approachable and understandable to somebody who's just walked off the street and still have something new, challenging, stimulating for the adept. And that's what I've tried to do with, with, uh, with this course. Now, you'd think that the adepts, well, oh, I don't need to hear all of that basic stuff over again. No, you do need to hear that basic stuff over again. You do need to know why you might want to do a pentagram ritual, you know, just because you've done it for 30 years. Have you forgot why you were doing? Right, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> do it, do it. yeah. Just to inter just to interject. I mean, like, I think I've been studying tarot since 1997 or eight, and I've taken courses from you on tarot. I've read books on tarot by you. I've, I mean, I can do gematria backwards and forwards in my head and the tree of life and everything. It's all it's all installed in there. I path work through everything, all that. But this course, a lot of it was like you know, seeing it for the first time. And certainly a lot of the really advanced material in there, like the Shemha Mefarash or the Enochian quadrants, I haven't worked through it. I mean, I have worked through that stuff, but not in relation to the tarot. Um, so this was, there was nothing in this course that felt uh, remedial for me at all. Well, good, uh, good. But I, I, I hope a, a complete novice that's just sort of interested uh, and feel naturally drawn 
just my curiosity uh, to this, would also get a hell of a lot out of it. And I try not to, when, when we get into the, 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 the heavier stuff, I, I try to show the heavier stuff in a light, in a light light. Okay. Yes. Uh, because um, there's no reason to be overly, uh, uh, overly serious about uh, everything, even though this is an incredibly serious thing. You know, the, I saw uh, a documentary on Rudolf, Rudolf Nureyev, the famous dancer, don't ballet. Know. Rudolf I, I, Nureyev. This shows how un, uh, uncultured I am, but don't don't know. See, you're learning. I am. <laughs> and uh, it's called I Am a Dancer. And uh, they, they sort of follow his daily uh, daily routine and things. He's a Russian. He's a Russian dancer. Uh, defected in the uh, to the West in the 60s kind of thing. And uh, every day, no matter where he is all around the world, where he travels all around the world, Every day of his life, he finds a local ballet class. And he shows up first thing in the morning. And even if it's with the four-year-olds and five-year-olds or the, the teenagers, beginners, if there's a mirror and a bar, he shows up and works out with them. Because there is no thing in his advanced mastery of, uh, of the art that he doesn't learn something new and applies and re-oils the, the machinery of his, uh, of his body with those fundamentals. And that's how I see the study of, of magic, uh, metaphysics, tarot. I love there that. Is, there is no, there is no beginning. There is no, uh, uh, it's all magic 1A. And I've tried to, to do that in such a, such a painless way that, uh, that you don't, uh, don't feel it happening. Uh, part of the part of the course is uh, I mean I encourage you to to make your own own tarot cards just so just so you can uh, have a grasp of the of the structure and just how to that that's how I made my tarot cards mm. I, with blank cards. Yeah, I, that was one of my favorite parts of the class. And I actually added, um, I added, there's a lot of supplementary um, um, handouts I put in, like, for instance, copies of the Holy Books of the Lama and Book T and all of that stuff is now in there for easy access. But I added a little section at the end of information for if people want to get their own tarot cards printed on tarot blanks, that's now possible. And they could even you know, theoretically have it online available. Um, and now, oh, now there's AI uh, art. People can use AI to generate art for it and things like that. So I, I gave people all the resources to get a finished tarot deck at the end of your course. Oh, that is absolutely wonderful. Because when I was working on this, I was working at a, 
I don't know if you're interested in this part, but I, I uh, for my own deck, I was working at a at a, a, a stock brokerage firm. Okay, I managed a stock broker's office. Hmm. Wow! And he was he was gone all the time, and I had all the office machinery at my disposal. And so there was no no there were computers, but it was just for. It wasn't, uh, we're talking 1984, five, okay? Uh, so everything on these cards was, I made transparencies uh-huh. off, <laughs> off the copy machine. Yeah, the, the forgotten occult arts, I remember that very well. So, but anyway, and it was good for me. It was absolutely good for me because as I was constructing it on cardstock, I was I was installing it in myself, and that's what uh, um, why I felt it was important to uh, at least challenge the members of of the course here uh, to at least begin that process themselves. Yeah, I thought that was awesome, and um, uh, a lot of artists take classes uh, with me. Just a lot of creative—I mean, just a lot of creative people and artists are interested in magic, uh, as we all know. But um, I, so I think that'll really appeal to them. Of course, you don't have to be an artist uh, or even design anything um, yourself. But I did add that information if people wanted to go the extra mile. My memory's a little bit hazy on this, but I think I took a course on tarot from you. I remember taking a course on Anukian from you in New York in like 2003 or something like that. But I think I took a course on tarot from you and, or it might've been a Monday night magic class that I think I went to your, I think I went to once. Um, and I started to make my own tarot deck based on, on stuff you'd said. And it's uh, I still have it. It's funny to look back on it. Cause I had like, it was after nine 11. So I had like the twin towers coming down as the tower. And, uh, I had Lou Reed from the cover of transformer for the star, and uh, all this stuff that's very nostalgic to look back on. But I got a huge, that I think is how I actually locked in the cards is making my own. So I was so happy that that was part of the class. But you also have a guided meditation that's long. Yeah. You go through the whole tree. It's a very extensive, um, which I, I, uh, uh, I, P.S. I did add fancy synthesizers to. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, I am so low tech. Okay, I, I'm a low tech guy, so I r- really appreciate the, the any enhancement whatsoever. Everything's very. Uh, I didn't change anything at all. I just polished stuff. So, um, uh, but that's a phenomenal, phenomenal meditation. And I think you, you said earlier you were talking about you know plugging the tarot into your soul and making it part of yourself. Would you agree that those path workings are really kind of like one of the key ways to do that? It's it's definitely one of the the key ways to do it. It sort of opens up uh, opens up channels that you'll uh, uh, later use, you know, for for a greater influx of of uh, uh, energy energy. That's another words I hate to use. Um, generally speaking, I don't I don't like guided meditations. Okay, at, at least as uh, I don't like to have people think guided meditations are uh, 
a good replacement for your own developed uh, meditations. But they're a place to start. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, so I guess it was about eight years ago in, in Beijing. Uh, they really wanted uh, a guided meditation because that's sort of, they responded to that. And uh, I had the the course for them all laid out. And, and uh, so uh, the organizer asked me to, uh, well, do a guided meditation. Can we do a guided meditation tomorrow? And uh, the course ran out. It was an it was an all day course, so it was like three days, three full days, six hours a day. Wow. Uh, uh, and I said, "Well, you know, we I got my six hours tomorrow plan, and I I said we'd have to do it at midnight." <laughs> and we were all staying at this hotel in in Beijing, beautiful hotel. Mm. So everybody at the conference was right there. And so they had the chance to, uh, uh, or I had the opportunity to say, okay, we meet tonight at midnight here <laughs> in, this, in this ballroom here. And I had slides and things like that uh, uh, that I could throw together. Did you, not to interrupt, but when you first started doing magic, did you ever imagine that you would end up leading midnight meditations in a hotel room in, in Beijing? That's so James Bond. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And it was, uh, talk about, you know, me being impressed by the magic of a moment, you know, that was. And so, so I said, okay, at 1130, I want everybody to go to your room, take a shower. Okay, uh, uh, take a, take a ceremonial shower, and and uh, and come clean. And for that particular event uh, uh, on the on the last night, everybody was presented with with their own black robe, hooded. It oh, was nice. a pretty fancy thing. Okay, and I said, take a nice long bath or a shower, and then put on your robe. And meet me here at midnight. Did you have a bunch of people in black robes walking through the hotel lobby all of a sudden? Oh, it's China. They don't care. They don't care. Okay. All right. Really, people say, oh, gee, doesn't the government? No. They don't the care. Government, they, just, they just care if you, you talk about the government, you know? Mm. They do weird spiritual stuff for the last 5,000 years, okay? so uh, And most of the... Uh, my students, or many of my students, were already professional um, uh, Chinese medicine and and healing and and uh, martial arts and things mm. like that. So cool. it was none of that was weird. Okay, <laughs> and and of course nobody's afraid that it, it's satanic or anything. Because that must it, be refreshing. It's wonderfully refreshing. Uh, but anyway, so that that's where I got the, uh, the format. And when I, uh, I think when I even sent you the file for it, it might have even said midnight meditation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still yeah. in there. Yeah. And, uh, and then I realized, that, you know, this works, this works pretty good. And uh, 
the magical idea of actually making every step of your magical progress uh, connected to your own higher uh, Solomonic source of of uh, the cosmos, if you don't want to use the word God, um, is depends upon your harmonizing your your communion with what we call in magic your own holy guardian angel and so um sort of tearing a page out of crowley's uh, marvelous cabalistic fairy tale the wake world every step that they take on the the climbing the paths the serpent's path up the up the the tree of life each step is preceded by uh, the the vision of the of them being kissed by their angel, and uh, to trigger that that uh, emotion that, for most of us, uh, is uh, centered in the heart chakra uh, area to get get that stimulated. So whatever their ideal uh, angelic lover would be that um, uh, we connect to that and that fits right in with the the sexual alchemy uh aspect of every tarot deck but uh most overtly in the thoth tarot so super cool well yeah. um yeah i i did add a tiny note to the end where where when i put in all those just the information about how to get tarot cards printed and, and put your deck together. I said, um, you know, you have all the correspondences that Lon has you work through. And then you have also, um, you know, all the traditional correspondences because I put in all those things like Wake World and all that. You can get that stuff on the internet anyways, but it's kind of, I thought it'd be nice to at least have it in one place. Um, yeah. And then I said, but you, you also um, probably have notes after going through Lon's guided meditation for each of those cards. So why not take all of those and use those to create your deck? Yes. That's your only real deck is the one you pull out of yourself. I love it. So when people complete this course, I mean, I, I think at, uh, it's about four and a half hours of guided instruction from you. Plus there's um, a bunch of homework. I added quizzes. There's a bunch of supplementary reading that's now, now added. Um, there's, you know, however far in you want to get with creating a deck and things like that. Also, I mean, I'm sure you would agree. This is not like a one-time course. This is a reference to go back to again, like a lot. Yeah. Even the meditation. That's what's great. That's uh, that's what's great about it is you can play it back and play it back, and uh, uh, and review it, which is something you can't be said when you, when you attend a live lecture. So, yeah, that's that's a super. That's really helpful. Um, so let's just say when people go through the course um, and they complete it, what would you say they're going to come out of it with? What are they going to I mean, there's so much, but what what can they expect to kind of take away at the end of it? Well, you know, I, I wish I could actually answer. You're going to you're going to grow your hair back. You're going. <laughs> that would be nice. 
you're going to lose weight. You're yeah, but I can't. Nobody can promise anything to anyone. But what I will say is that uh, that uh, going through the course with with uh, with the intention of of uh, uh, using it for your own spiritual nourishment and uh, advancement, you will be a different person than you were when you started the course. And it's up to you what you're going to do with the new you after uh, from that point onward. But uh, one thing that I can guarantee is you will be a different person than you were before you took it. And uh, uh, I can't promise that your life's going to be better. It will be better in this respect of your understanding of this uh, uh, subject that uh, you have a passion for. That I can promise. Well, I can also promise people get a fancy certificate of completion uh, as well once they finish the course uh, to display, suitable for framing, to display to all their friends and family that they have taken the magic of tarot with Lon Milo Duquette. That's, that that's, might be the best part. <laughs> I, sometimes I, I actually like collecting certificates because I'm a big fan of uh, you know adult education, ongoing education, as well as, as creating it for a living. So uh, I, I like collecting those things. It's, it's a nice feeling. Maybe it that's just me. Nice it is a nice feeling. And uh, uh, as the years go by, you uh, uh, go through phases where you, you appreciate your collection and phases where you don't. And, uh, but the older you get when you run across, cause I've, I too have a lot of certificates and awards and things like that. And, um, uh, when I run across them 15, 20 years later, I go, Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm that too, you know. I, I feel like sometimes that's kind of like what tarot is one of the things that tarot is really good for. It's like just remember reminding yourself what you know. You know, because yeah. each of those cards sums up so many things. Well, maybe just to wrap up, I, I want to ask you, maybe for people who are on the fence who who want to take the course, but maybe they're not quite sure it's for them or the right time, um, or uh, what would you say to somebody in terms of how, how will they know if it's right for them to take the class? Um, you know, I, I, of course we want them to take the, the class cause we, we know that, uh, uh, there's probably very little that could hurt anybody by, by doing this. Uh, but don't listen don't listen to to us about whether you're not you should you should take it uh, you know yourself uh, whether this is something that you're attracted to enough because of a, of a vacancy in yourself that 
is likely to be filled by this. And that if you if you think that there there is, and uh, you still are trying to talk yourself out of it, ask yourself why why am I trying to talk myself out of this when I probably know that this is going to be something really good for me? And and if you can still talk yourself out of it, talk yourself out of it. You know, <laughs> the, the, the world won't end. You know, if you, uh, well, the world is probably ending. <laughs> well, yeah, these days. Oh, oh I take that back. The, uh, <laughs> But if if this seems like uh, like uh, it, it is uh, something at the very least will uh, uh, enrich four and a half hours of your life, I would encourage you to register for this. Sure. Well, it's it's enriched. Uh, I think two months plus of my life full time, and I'm st I still love it. So, uh, I five stars for me. And and I, I wanted to add also um, for anyone who's you know, anyone who's taken any of the other courses at magic.me, this course complements them and advances them perfectly. Um, which is another reason why I'm so, so honored and happy to have it on the site. Uh, it goes along with the curriculum that's already there wonderfully. That includes, by the way, th there's a course that I taught on tarot on the site. This is a better class and it's more, th that one's good too. This one's much more advanced information. So if people have taken that class and they're wondering if this is the same material, it's definitely not. It's, it's, uh, much more, much more lawn, much more advanced, and it's just it's a it's it's quite a course. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything, though. Um, anything else that we left out? Uh, I mean, I have I have put it into small units. It's like two to three minute units now, um, so which is really handy for people uh, who are on time crunch. Like I always tell people, hey, you know, like you can even take it uh, on bathroom breaks at work. You know, <laughs> if uh, if you're 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 slammed 24 seven. So, um, and obviously just like with everything else, there is a money back guarantee on it. That's uh, described on the site, but, uh, nobody, I don't think anyone's going to take, no one's taken me up on that yet. Uh, certainly on this course, I don't think anyone's going to, but it's, uh, it's there just like with all, all the rest of the courses. Um, I think that pretty much covers it, right? I think so. All I right. Think so. I hope so. All right. Well, thank you very much for, uh, for jumping on the podcast with me again and uh, um, hope to talk again very soon. Well, thank you. It's been a, a joy collaborating with you on this. And um, uh, I just hope it'll be something that'll be appreciated by the world at large. It already is. Thank you so much, Lon. Okay, I hope you really, really enjoyed that. I definitely did. It's always an honor to have Lon on and to work with Lon. Check out The Magic of Tarot at tarot.magic.me, T-A-R-O-T dot M-A-G-I-C-K dot M-E. All right, lots of love. Hang in there, and I'll see you in class. <laughs>